Why, hello, and welcome back to the Great Day Guy podcast. My name is Rob Wong, and today we talk about becoming the luckiest motherfucker to ever exist. I'm going to have to censor that out. <laughs> hey. So, I think, I think luck is such an interesting phenomenon. Because every once in a while, I think we all have this one friend. We run into that one person who happens to be extremely lucky, right? They're always in unusual situations where they stand to gain everything. Whether they are literally winning, like, Xboxes and cars and houses. Like, <laughs> like every week it seems like they're winning another free thing. Or whether they're given opportunities that the rest of us do not have and it seems to happen on a routine basis. For instance, I have a friend that finds jobs all the time. He he gets fired more than any person that I have ever met. And at the same time, his ability to get new jobs and be really amazed with them, right? And to be thankful for them. His ability to find jobs that he is super grateful for. Uh, that's also unprecedented. So we got to start with what the hell is going on here. How... Is it that there are some people out in the world who would appear to be luckier than others? So first I'm going to start off with something that is very scientifically rooted. They did a study on lucky people and what they found was that lucky people try more. <laughs> Which is kind of anticlimactic, right? You look, you look at this, and it's like, okay, so the only difference between the people that win more and the people that lose more is that lucky people are trying more. They're just throwing their name in the hat more often. And the answer is yes. Um, so when you look at the average person, we have all developed something that is lovingly referred to as learned helplessness. Right. When it comes to whether or not I'm going to win this lottery, this sweepstakes, this survey, it's promising to give me a gift card if I do it, we have learned that that is a waste of time. Right. We have learned that it is just something to be avoided. And as a result of that, we don't try. So that's the first thing to note here. One is that we simply aren't throwing our hat into the ring. Now. The second piece to notice here is that I think that luck is actually a choice. It's a mindset and a framework that people have adopted, and I'm going to explain why. So I traditionally would consider myself to be an unlucky person. Not in the sense that how like horrible things ha happen to me all the time, but in the sense that like I don't have this shower of wealth coming raining down upon my head at all times. But I do know people that do. And the difference between the way I view the world and the way that they view the world, and I've made sure that I've, I've had many, many conversations with these people and explored this thoroughly because I want to understand this phenomenon so I can be like them, right? The main difference between them and me <laughs> is how they view the world. And in that... There is a level of gratitude and appreciation for all the things that happen to them. Not only that, they're sharing about it. They're telling other people about the things that happen to them. So, you see a couple things at play here. So first, we're going to talk about the last point. They're telling other people. 
What this does is it creates the perception that this person always has good things happening to them, not only to the people that they're sharing with, but also for themselves. This is the story of their lives, and this is especially critical, right, guys? This is especially critical. Because when you have that view of yourself, you're more likely to try, right? You're more likely to continue doing unusual things, taking risks, because you become a person who has great things happening to them. You become a lucky person. And with this adopted mentality, all of a sudden your experience of life becomes one where it is grand and amazing. Rather than focusing on what's going wrong, you're focusing on what could go right, and that is a critical shift. Which brings us to the first point that I mentioned. That is to say, people are appreciating, these lucky people are appreciating every little positive thing that happens in their world. And I want to be extra clear about this because sometimes those little positive things are rooted in a whole nest of like bad things, right? Like horrible things are happening on this side. I, I have a friend that routinely <laughs> goes on crazy travel adventures and I will hear about all the amazing times that she has. Um, just randomly, serendipitously running into the right people at the right time, catching small chartered jets to go to like little isolated villages where she happens to find the secret to this village, right? That has literally happened to her. That is literally part of her life experience. But at the same time, I know that she is not focusing on all the horrible things that happen on the side. That is not the focus of her story. And because it's not the focus of her story, it's not the focus of her life or her experience. She gets to be lucky all the time. Whereas if you were to put me in a similar kind of situation, what I would be left with would be the suffering. That it was dirty, that I had to literally pay a lot of money, or like, if I hadn't talked to that one person and chartered a private jet, I would have been boned. And here I am, in a, isolated in a tiny village on, in the middle of nowhere, and there's nothing to do, so I'm just sitting there twiddling my thumbs. Same exact context, completely different experience. Now, I also want to say that sometimes this kind of stuff sounds like Tony Robbins' woo-woo BS, right? It's the kind of thing that I personally have resisted buying into. I have many, many friends that are into crystals and different crystals do different things and they pay exorbitant amounts of money for crystals. I got one once as a gift from someone, uh... After meeting them for a day, I don't know why this happened still, but I got a crystal from this guy and it was maybe like two inches across, like two by two. And then I was like, thanks, this is, this is beautiful. I appreciate the gift. Like, really, this is cool. Thank you. And then later on, I turned it upside down and I found that there was a price tag on it. It was $45. And, <laughs> and one, it made it so much more of a precious gift, but which is, again, stupid and arbitrary. But two, there, there's, so, there, there's so much value on something that is so arbitrary and small, right? And it's adding that significance to things that makes them important. It's adding that significance to those moments in our lives that make them significant. And more than anything, it's the act of choosing 
to be enamored with the world, of choosing to be in love with the moment that you're experiencing, because that is what makes the difference. And, and as much as I resist this, if you just believe it, you'll become it. As much as I resist that idea, it is actually a critical part of transformation. If you want to become a different person, you need to embrace different ideas. And a lot of times, the secret is the ideas that we've been resisting our entire lives, right? The problems that endure, the problems that stick around for our entire adult lives, our entire lives even, right? Those are the ones that are rooted in the one thing that we are not willing to try out. Now, I want to throw in the caveat just in case some of you are taking me very literally or, and are now thinking about murdering someone. No. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's not what we're talking about. But what we are talking about is things like vulnerability. It's things like asking for help. It's things like embracing the woo-woo. Because there are people that have embraced those things and you get to see the kind of lifestyles that they lead. Now, some of these are going to be scams. Pay attention, use your brain, check it out, do your research. But other things will be the things that make the difference. So if you really, really are committed to turning your life around, then that's where you got to start looking. Now, I want to loop this back around because we are talking about luck here. And I think luck and success are often, like, they overlap heavily, right? If I'm a lucky person, I tend to also be viewed as successful. I'm I'm running into, apparently accidentally, things that have me succeed, right? Things that have additional value. I, I run into situations that have me gain more money, more power, influence, objects, right? Valuable things. And I think the, the show that exemplifies this the best, and I am a little ashamed to admit that I watched this and I, I binge watched an entire season of this. And it's Storage Wars, right? And if you haven't watched it yet, Storage Wars is a show where a bunch of rednecks go and <laughs> they go to storage auctions. If someone doesn't pay the rent on their storage unit, they cut off the lock and then they auction it to the highest bidder, right? And they bid on everything. From what they can see from the outside, they're like, hmm, I think this, this shed might have something interesting inside. I don't know what accent that was. And then, <laughs> then they and a bunch of other people bid on those units to see if they were right. Now, this is on the surface very much like gambling. It relies on the concept of luck. If I am lucky, I will get a unit with some hidden thing that has a ton and a ton of value. And what I've come to understand from watching this show is, yes, there is a component of chance, right? Sometimes you end up with a locker that has nothing valuable in it. But the other thing that I have seen is that value is arbitrary. Value is a learned thing, something that I think is useless and trash, right? That one participant in that show thinks is useless is actually something that another person will take and turn into like tens of thousands. Wait, did I say tens and thousands? Tens of thousands of dollars. <laughs> like, for instance, um, there was like a mannequin in one of these storage units, right? Just a mannequin with like a phone built in to the to the stomach. And it was real creepy. It looked kind of like an art project gone wrong, like very, very like clockwork orange. 
And everyone else was like, what the fuck is that? I, I guess I could sell the mannequin for like a couple hundred dollars. But one of the guys was like, no, I know what this is. It's a rare like Nordstrom's display unit. They used to have these in the showrooms. This sells for a few thousand dollars. So he got the unit for a steal. I think it was like a couple hundred bucks, maybe he paid like 600 and then he made like an extra 3000 on top of that. Luck in this case was apparently on his side. He was lucky, right? But the luck I'm going to argue is a factor. It like it's a combination of things. It is one having the knowledge to be in a position to be lucky. Right? This guy prepared. He did his research. And two, it is putting yourself in situations where you are most likely for a win. So when it boils down to it, I think that we can see that luck is actually just a combination of interesting strategies. One, it is continuing to try, continuing to try. Because if you don't try, you can't win. The second part is the mindset. When I go here, right, when I have these experiences, I'm ready to appreciate what is going down. Because then I can be lucky. And it's also sharing that with other people. Not only for their benefit, so that they can see that I'm having great things happening in my life and it can brighten their day, but also for me. Because when I tell my story, it becomes more firmly a part of who I am. And the final part here is choosing that identity, right? It's also, it's also having the proper knowledge and putting yourself in the proper situation to be lucky. So all of this information is useless without implementation. So what I would challenge you to do is take on looking at where these pieces are missing from your life. And if they aren't missing, if you do have components of this in your life, what's stopping you from being fully lucky? Let's say that you have a ton of knowledge that would allow you to be lucky in a certain arena. Where are you not using this in your life to your full advantage? Where are you not taking the risk necessary to become a lucky person? That is all the time that we have for today. My name is Rob Wong. This is the Great Date Guy podcast. We'll catch you in the next episode, Thursday, 8 a.m. Pacific.